Hello and uh, welcome to uh, to Linux Up Season Two, Episode Three. And uh, today is the last day of uh, twenty twenty two. So uh, we will begin like as normal, but we will also look back uh, this year on what is the best Linux achievements. Uh, during this year, uh, at least to me. So, let's let's just begin. So this month, I just completed the WSLU four point one point zero and uh, WSLU four point one point one, and uh, this uh, these two release address some of the issues that have been. Uh, bothered people and uh, with my two week break I can finally address them and fix them before uh, 2023 and this should be available uh, to most of the distributions except a few and uh, yeah uh, that's mostly the update uh, on my side for WSL utilities and uh, for other stuff let's just uh, go straight move on to the news so for this month the first news will be false host is shutting down this is actually really sad a lot a lot of actually I actually see a lot of like projects actually really on the false host uh, but unfortunately i think they are unable to reach their ceo and uh, the lack of funds uh, force the false host to be shutting down and uh, unfortunately this is uh this is really sad and uh, yeah The second news is that uh, the Linux kernel 6.1 is finally released this month and the best part of it is that uh, uh, Linux kernel 6.1 finally enables the full potential of the uh, Rust, uh, Rust programming languages so people can write uh, drivers uh, based on the Rust language uh, that people are like really hoping for because like at least uh, from people's view uh, a Rust is a lot safe is a, a lot safer compared to the you know the lang languages called language traditional uh, drivers language like C C++ etc uh, etc et and uh, yeah unfortunately i'm not really focusing on but uh the like the kernel part although i do like learned during my undergraduate about learners kernel but i think this is a very good uh, for like uh driver developers because it's uh, because a lot of new developers are more familiar with uh, Rust uh, compared to the, you know, uh, 
uh, compared to the traditional C++, C++ although I personally feel uh, Rust is a bit complicated to understand uh, but like I try my best to understand it but like I still fail uh, but I think I will still continuing to learn Rust languages uh, Rust languages because it's the future like people are focusing on this and uh, yeah they are really really focusing on like building things based on uh, the Rust languages and I hope to also catch the trend so I will try my best to learn it and uh, the next news is uh, the GTK native file chooser finally gets the thumbnail view uh, this is something uh, I I'm waiting for a really long time because uh, built-in file chooser do not have the thumbnail view uh, for a very very long time and it's something that already have on like macOS and Windows so seeing this to seeing this uh, really make me like really make me happy so yeah uh, I think today I'm just uh, jumping things too quickly because mostly, yeah, I think it's just okay. Let's just move on. So the next session is uh, tools. We will be ha uh, tools. I will be recommending to people. The firstly is the uh, some GNOME uh, extensions. The first one will be Quick Settings Tweaker. This is a very, very good uh, extension uh, that I love it really, really much because it will allow you to customize the uh, brand new GNOME 43 uh, settings. And uh, this uh, really allows you to like change the uh, look of uh, the new GNOME 43 uh, quick settings. I really like the new quick settings and this uh, this extension makes it a lot more customizable. Uh, the next one is uh, a battery time extension. Like this extension will add a more uh, like the battery time uh, in your toolbar but like I personally won't need it but I think there will be people who need it so yeah and uh, the final extension I will be look, uh, giving out for people is called the privacy quick settings menu like this gives uh, allows you to turn off some of the uh, settings like camera or microphone directly inside or, or or location directly inside of your quick settings in uh, GNOME 43. This is really useful for people who like uh, really concerned about the you know 
things like cameras, uh, yeah, cameras, location, or microphone because like those things can be used by like possibly malicious softwares if you worry about them. So the next one is kind of a theme. Uh, this is a Advaita theme for Steam Linux client, which looks nearly identical to the native uh, GTK uh, decorations, which I really love about. But like right now, uh, I'm already use uh, Steam Deck, uh, but uh, like I will try to like stream games on or like use tools on my uh, Linux. Uh, this is a really useful tool uh, for me to use to like utilize all the features on the like you know on the Steam Linux client. Uh, this is a very good uh, very good thing to, to use for the Steam if you want some native experience. So uh, that's actually a very, very quick rundown of uh, this month's, uh, this month's uh, stuff. And uh, now uh, we will now look back to the to this year, like the entire of uh, this year's stuff. Let's see. Hmm. Actually, there's not much to review. The major thing I do is there is just uh, there's just not much things to talk about. Like the major two things that happened in the Linux world is. Uh, uh, Steam Deck uh, really helps uh, uh, like like gaming on Linux like uh, the growth of the Proton and uh, like I'm re actually really surprised how well games are played on my Steam Deck uh, under the Linux uh, like some of the like games on my Mac is like stuttering but like on my Steam Deck, it works like charm. Uh, some are really large games like uh, a Street Fighter Five, uh, uh, GTA Five, Near Automata, like game like this. They actually have a extremely well performance on the Steam Deck. I think a lot of the works that Valve put in the Steam Deck actually really helps how like uh, gaming in Linux um, this year and uh, this year actually there's not much things happen oh yeah 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 uh, the other things that happens uh, pretty large news this year uh, is uh, system D on WSL and uh, yeah except that I don't think there's uh, much larger news for the Linux world. Yeah, I don't think there is like at least uh, uh, to my current brain, 
because there's just uh, I don't feel like there's much new things to me. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's just uh, not much. Yeah, the other things that unrelated to the Linux world is about the possibly the fall of the uh, Stadia. The Stadia is closed this year and will be officially closed starting from next year. So, yeah about that. People are saying uh, that is really a bummer to people who use like Linux. But like I think Steam Deck already proved that uh, gaming on Linux is starting to get a lot better without help of the, uh, you know, the Stadia. I believe the Stadia is just uh, right now is a little bit of like a little bit abundant, at least to me, and uh, you know, also how, like, uh, how the, like how Google handles their product, like they just uh, toss everything away, things like that. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, actually to myself, there is just uh, not much very exciting things happening. But like, I believe Linux is start to um, getting into a stable uh, state that uh, people just uh, don't want to change much. I believe, like I right now, uh, a lot. Of, uh, I upgrade. I started to use Fedora uh, this year. And uh, like right now, I just uh, it's just uh, so stable. I don't have to like do anything. The like wake still works, sleep still works, everything still works. The Bluetooth still works. Everything just uh, like it's not like it's not like old times. Like everything you have to like do special patches for the like the Bluetooth or. Uh, something else like you have to do special things to like make the sleep work is not a good case. Linux has reached a point that is uh, I believe uh, stable for people to use normally but ho uh, however there is still problems like for people to switch to Linux like like just the proprietary softwares a lot of softwares are not considering the Linux that is a major problem. For example, one app that I'm using is still not in Linux, it's called the AdGuard. And I have a lot of proprietary softwares that is not available on Linux so that I still have to use my macOS machine. So yeah, actually, Windows is start to be very replaceable right now, except for like games from Japan because mostly the encoding problems and lockdown problems. Uh, Japan just uh, I think they still have a dominant usage of Windows, 
and uh, the same case in China, a lot of people are still like use those things because they are they are locked with Windows. Like they are, they are hard to switch even to the Mac OS. So a lot of people just stay with using the Windows. Uh, I believe that is the major problem of the Linux right now. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to see more like the proprietary softwares or releases that allow software to run on Linux, including like uh, in places like Japan or China, so that people can switch to Linux more effortlessly to people that need the software. And uh, I think that will be end that will be end of the this episode. And uh, because it's got a pretty late and uh, this is recorded really late at night. So I hope you understand. But uh, yeah, today is the last day of the 2022. Happy New Year's Eve and uh, Happy New Year. See you at uh, 2023. And uh, let's see you at the next episode. Bye.